0: And tonight is all about women's health.
1: Yeah. Aren't we the lucky ones?
2: <laughs> we get everything.
1: Well, that's even if you can get a doctor to listen to you.
2: Yeah.
1: Seriously, like like I was sitting here you thinking, you feel know,
2: for everything though.
1: Oh, don't they? I was sitting here thinking about the subject and I was thinking about when I first started my period. Which, okay, whatever. (laughs) I was 10. Yep.
0: I was about 11. And of course,
1: when you first start, they're not normal. So when I first, the first one I had, I didn't have another one for six months. But my mom was like, that's kind of odd because she said, even at, you know, just starting one in six months. She was like, no. So she took me to the doctor. And they're like, oh, of course he was a man doctor. Let's Mm -hmm. just put that out there. And he was like, oh, no, that's because, you know, she's got to get regular. My mom's like, um, huh? It takes at least a
2: year for your body to get used to it,
1: though. It does, but it doesn't go you have one and don't have one for six months.
2: Yeah, I mean, you could skip, like, you know, one or two months, you know, but, like, Little did I know the map of
1: my period life, okay? (laughs) So, (laughs) when I did
2: start. I don't have
1: a period no more, but when I had a period, I would either not have one for months and months and months at a time or have one for months and months at a time. That's what I'm getting to. So, when I did start having them, one month I would not have cramps, and the next month I would have horrible cramps like rolling on the floor cramps. And my mom would take me, you know, for the first couple of years, it was like that. My mom would take me to the doctor and they'll be like, oh, it's just because, you know, it's only been a couple of years and blah, 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 blah. And then went on for a long time like that. Even when I had heaven, which I had a period when I was pregnant with heaven. That's why I did not know I was pregnant with heaven. And by the time I found out I was pregnant with heaven, I was about four months pregnant with having
2: Damn. I was 28
1: weeks. He didn't move. How was I supposed well, to know? Not that.
2: I mean, and I got light periods.
1: No, I was still having regular periods.
0: Weird so, bodies are so weird.
1: And, but I, the only thing I can say about that is I did go from bleeding for seven days to five days
2: when I had a period. Be like four. I used to do three when I was um when I was younger before I had kids, but my no. daughter can go like up to a week like with her period heavy for like five days and then it calms down uh,
1: no honey, please, my I wish mine I would have,
2: to have. get her on birth control
1: i did I tried that too. I did that after I had heaven mm- did not worry made well, me i.
2: I do the app, like, there's a period app, and I do it on my phone, like, where I contract her period, and then I put mine on the calendar, so then, you know, like, doctors always ask you, when was your last period?
1: Right. So, yeah. after I had Danielle, about a Is year, Danielle a year. Youngest? Yeah, she's my youngest. Listen, I had two kids by the time I was 18, okay? Let's let's just put that out there now. But that's not the point here. That's not where we're going with that. That's a whole nother episode. <laughs> <laughs> Young hot girls. <laughs> but uh after I had about a year after I had Danielle, I bled for a constant nine months straight. There was no oh stopping. My God. And I kept going back and forth to the doctor. And back and forth to the doctor and back and forth to the doctor. I went to the emergency room. And finally, I went to the emergency room. And the doctor that delivered heaven was on call that night. And uh, he did an exam. And he said, how long has this been going on? I said, oh, I don't know, about nine months. And he said, well, you need a DNC. And I'm like, "Huh? I thought, you know, only women, they had miscarriages and stuff. I have DNCs.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought.
1: No. You can get a blood clot. Really? That'll get, yes. That'll get stuck and then they'll make overflow. Because that's yeah. really, yeah. So, and he was like, and what doctors been
2: have you been
1: going to? You know, and I gave him my doctor's name. I said, I've even came to this hospital a few times because that's a lot of blood loss, but Little did I know, they really didn't have nothing to do with your actual blood, so whatever. It does make you lose iron and stuff. Okay. yeah. And, and I was always um, pale, you know, whatever. But um he he was like, I can't believe that nobody... I said, no, they just always told me to take a Motrin and eventually it'll stop or go see I did go see an OBGYN once and he was like well you know you're only a year out of having a, a baby and you're, you're 18 and it, you know your body and blah he said it ain't got nothing to do with that he was like you just had a period one month that had blood clots and one of the clots blocked the um, the cervix
2: so periods are horrible I mean they like are. When I had my daughter, they had to get a And that's what me
1: Men doctors, it's like they they push us to the wayside when we, you know, talking about our health. We'll come to find out even after that. So after he did my D&C, he had me come back in there so he could do some ultrasounds. And, um, Cause the, no, the police are here. Oh, shh, not here. Um, so when they were doing my um ultrasounds when I was pregnant, that's when we found out that I had cysts on my ovaries. Yep. That I probably had the whole time I've been having periods. Yep. Two cop cars. And they always come with two, two cop
2: cars. I always need some backup.
1: But um. So he said they had probably, and this is the same doctor that delivered heaven. And he was like, how long have you had these cysts on your ovaries? I said, what cysts on my ovaries? He said, you know, you do have ovaries. I said, well, I kind of figured I do. I'm pregnant. And He was real. He thought he was a jokester. And he says, "Um, you know, I said, well, you know, I told you about how my periods were but by that time I was pregnant and everything he was like yeah I remember your ultrasounds you had the cysts and he was like nobody's taking care of myself nobody's even checked them and I've let them know that I had, had had cysts on my ovaries and so he he died so he couldn't be my OBgyn anymore oh so my periods went on like this for years I had one doctor I bullshit you not. I, that examined me from across the room. He stood across the room, asked me some questions, looked me up and down and said, I'm going to give you some hormones. I bled for, the, at that point, I was bleeding for almost a year straight. Yeah. He he never, and here in Michigan at that time, if your doctor didn't give you a referral to go see like a specialist or an OBGYN or something like that. You couldn't go on your own unless you paid for it.
2: That's how it is here. Like with Medicaid, it sucks so bad. Like I mean I'm I'm thankful for Medicaid. Don't get me wrong, but like Yeah, Medicaid here is no better. That's another thing. I have to get a referral for everything. Everything.
1: Yeah. We do here too. But I it was it, it from the time I started my period until I was, I had my hysterectomy when I was 30. The, actually, a week before I turned 31. So, actually, before my 30th birthday, let's say, because it took me a year to get to that point, because the Medicaid, again, that, I'm getting to that, too. That's what
2: I'm waiting for.
1: I had a male doctor, which I loved. He listened to everything me and my kids had to say. I loved him. I started bleeding, and I had uh, I wasn't seeing him at that point when I first started bleeding. I actually didn't start seeing him until like a, about two months before. I, um, two months. I was seven months into bleeding straight. So I went and seen him. I told him what was going on. He said, okay, he said, that, you know, um, let me get a referral. Let me, we got to get it approved by Medicaid. The fuck? Okay, whatever. It took Medicaid two months to get it approved for me to go see a well, specialist.
2: I'm. It's been like almost three. I'm waiting for insurance to approve me getting a hysterectomy. Oh I yeah, let go me go. Have to go through for that.
1: So I go see the specialist. He says, you know, you have endometriosis. You know, he did the first. They did the laparoscopy thingy yeah. where they had to go in. See what they can see. She was like, Oh, honey, you have some um very serious endometriosis because I had probably had it since I was probably starting first started my period. Nobody what
2: is but- endometriosis?
1: Endometriosis is growth from the your the cusp of your cervix, the endometrial uh I don't want to call it skin really, but lining. And it you're UK. Okay. You know where your cervix is. Yeah. You have a little like um I called it a turtleneck. That goes mm-hmm. that it sits in
2: yeah,
1: and I mean. that's where endometriosis grows from. And what endometriosis does, it it kind of Wrapped itself around your insides, your fallopian tubes, your ovaries and everything, like a spider web. And it leaves scars and stuff. By the time they figured out what the hell was going on, the shit was webbing so much, it was webbing my intestines. That's how long I had had it nobody ever thought to check for it
2: i mean they could you could sue for that shit can't you or no you signed those stupid ass papers that say of course i'm not reliable i went
1: went to the he said you know you got endometriosis it's pretty bad but because of medicaid let me tell you what i had to go through for a whole damn year first i had to get my tubes tied what the fuck is that supposed to do? I'm still going to have a period. It's still going to hurt. Yeah. So first they tied my tubes. Then after they tied my tubes, they put me on a depo shot. You know what the depo shot did? Made me bleed so fucking much.
0: I was See, going through five bags of pads. A I, day. Get, I used to get the depo
1: and it stopped mine completely. It didn't stop mine. Come to find out, I had way too much, it, I made too much estrogen on my own period and the Depo wasn't doing anything because what Depo does is it takes estrogen out of you, apparently it hulked mine up even more than it already was but I had to go through all of that before, they could, before Medicaid would finally say okay, she needs a hysterectomy so you paid for me to have a tube ligation You put me on the depo shot. All of that could have been avoided by just giving me the hysterectomy. Mm -hmm. I had to go through hell for a year before I could get relief. Well, I ain't going to say relief because I went straight into menopause. Straight. This motherfucker told me, oh, it'll be about six months before you go into complete menopause. Lying bitch. You
2: lying (laughs) motherfucker, you.
1: (laughs) Bullshit you're not. I came home from the hospital. We were in, in the bedroom. And mind you, this is uh had to be beginning of October because my surgery was like September twenty-seventh, was exactly like a week before my birthday. And I'm uh we're in the bedroom and all of a sudden I start sweat just starts pouring off of me I'm stripping my clothes off I'm hanging out my bedroom window I'm on the first floor so whoever was outside seen all my goodies and at this point I just really didn't care I was trying to get air so bad I was but I think I'd rather deal with the menopause than the other shit that I had gone through from 20 years for 20 damn years and that's what I'm saying when you go to these
2: doctors
1: they just blow everything off, as you know. We're women, and and that goes back to way back in to the fifties and stuff, where we were thrown in the to insane asylums for women's health problems.
0: Exactly, and it's still in. I know in Texas, a female to have a hysterectomy or are tubes tied you need to have your husband's permission. That was the first thing they
1: asked me. Do you have a husband? Thank God Michigan doesn't have common law marriage. But even if it did, I had talked to him about it before I had any of it done. <coughs> Excuse me. And I, I said, That I have... is
0: so wrong that you would need. Right. I said,
1: I do have a choice. I don't have to get this done because he doesn't have any kids. I said, if you feel like you you know, you want to have a kid. And he was like, me, ris- me having a kid risking you is not anything I ever want to do. Exactly. But he said, even if I was, we were married at that time. He said, I would have signed them papers. And that's so stupid. I don't understand why you need your husband to sign papers. Exactly, for your body, we we're still we're we're still treated as second class citizens as far as shit like that goes.
0: Exactly, and especially with all these new bills coming out here in Texas, a woman was arrested for having a miscarriage.
1: Yep, I see the laws. That's so stupid. That is, and lies. more and
0: more states are. More and more states are like, here, hold my beer, trying to outdo the state before it. I was
1: getting ready to say, well, they would have arrested my ass about five times.
2: I honestly think that women, it's our body. Like, why should a man, a president, you know, make a law telling me what I can and can't do with my body? If it's like, you know, someone being raped or a drug addict. You know, and they get, you know, um, an abortion well, or... An abortion? If you off. get an
1: abortion, that's your business. I wouldn't yeah. get one. That's not my belief. But if you feel like you want to have one, who the fuck am I? To judge exactly. you.
2: Yeah, I mean, like, it's my body, my choice. You know what I mean? Like, if I, I want to get on birth control, I should have that choice. If I want to get an abortion because I was raped or... Because I had, um, that's
1: the part I find stupid. If there's rape or incest, or you know what I'm saying, and they can, like and if the
0: person probable cause a person, a rapist can't do the woman. Oh, no, the, catalog, my daughter. the rapist
2: can't
1: no more, but the rapist uh, family can.
2: My daughter, they were telling me to have a medical abortion because they said she had a 40% chance of something being wrong with her. And I wanted to get all the answers, you know, like I, I wanted a full skeleton, skeletal right. um, ultrasound. They did six ultrasounds throughout my pregnancy with her because it was so high risk. I was going in there twice a week for, um, to get my blood levels checked because I had blood clots in my lungs. Due to birth control, I mean, like I am going to get my daughter on it. To just you know to make her feel secure. Well,
1: birth control perfect. is so much different now than what we'll see you guys are a lot how you guys are in your 30s right
0: I'll be 40 yeah. this year
1: okay Me, see I'm gonna be well, 48 this year. year birth control is so much different than it was when I was a teen compared to when you guys were compared to what teens get now
0: yeah there's so many and, advances
1: yeah, we had I, we had three choices. Um, we had three choices when I was a teen. You either got the pill, or you got a. a, a, a no, we didn't even have three. We had IED. We didn't even have. I we didn't even have that choice. There was I two choices. Either. You got a pill or a sponge.
0: I had the pill or Depo.
1: See, Depo wasn't. Depo didn't yep. come out until Danielle was probably I'm not even sure when Depo came out, but I know it wasn't available to uh, to Medicaid. I, mean, I don't think it was available to Medicaid at that point, but even at that, I wasn't a candidate from Depo because I had migraines.
2: I mean, Planned Parenthood, they have free birth control. I mean, like, people think oh, that's just an abortion clinic. No, planned you know that you get advice, you get sex. you know, like you can get that's sex where
1: sex I for went. when I was pregnant with know, Danielle, that's where I went to find out no, I went to the health department. Health department sent me to um planned parenthood with help to get me on Wick. Um I wasn't old enough to get food stamps or anything. And My mom was already getting them, so she got them for both of us, but like um they helped me
2: her, melting, all that. Yeah.
1: All that stuff, yeah. It's a it, it, We don't have a Planned Parenthood no more because of all the controversy with it. We, I think we do. I'm not quite sure where it is now.
2: I know that my one friend that I used to work with, she was just so upset when they closed p- Planned Parenthood because she didn't have insurance, so she couldn't get birth control. Well, you see I mean? now, like, they need the school- to be able to get free birth control. I mean, Aren't they have free the condoms here? at the doctor's office.
1: Our schools here uh, do, well, see, now in order to get birth, you have to be seen by a doctor.
2: See, Planned Parenthood
1: give you the, I think it was like Orthanova 777 or something like that. That was the main birth control when I was a teenager. But now you have to be seen by a doctor because there's so many different things. And there's more, women have more problems now than they did back when I was a teenager.
2: Yeah.
0: like in the I mean, tree- we
2: should be able to choose if we want to be on birth control. I mean, there's right. something like Catholic hospitals. I went to a Catholic hospital, and they Girl. wouldn't, like, tie my tubes or anything or give me birth control, but they would give me a prescription to go somewhere else. You know what I mean? Like, Listen. I could go and pick it up from somewhere else, but I couldn't According get it According to there.
0: some ca- Catholic, well, to the ultra religious catholics you are not supposed to use any form of birth control yes
1: listen i have a sister-in-law my sister-in-law has about 15 kids that she don't own any of them none
2: where are they at are they like in foster care or
1: foster care adopted my mother-in-law adopted one two three four five six of them Um, Why don't
2: they... They they used to be able to, like... I mean, is she a drug addict, or...?
1: We tried that. We did the whole went to court thing to have her declared incompetent. And see, Kim's very smart. And when I say smart, I mean IQ off the charts smart.
2: Then why is she not using... She's an addict.
1: She's an addict. They told us that they... That there was nothing wrong with her, and then they would not grant the petition to make her get fixed. But when my nephew was born, which he was baby number, Duder was baby number
2: 13, four, 11, 12. <laughs> so, I mean, how the- old are they? Like, what's the age
1: range? Uh, Let me see. Keila okay, will be 30 in August. DJ will be... Wait a minute. Kequila will be 30. I think Champagne would have been 29. DJ will be 27. What, did she drink
2: with all of them and just name them after alcohol?
1: No. Kequila got her name from uh, Danielle's dad. I don't know. A stripper or something. I I don't fucking know. Anyways, uh, let me see. Kequila... Champagne. DJ would is going to be 27 or 28. Derek is going to be 26 or 27. Sharkim is going to be 25 or 26.
2: What's the Donatica? youngest? Uh, four? Jesus.
1: Nope. Yep. Nope.
2: I nope. mean, can they take care of the youngest Three. ones? You know what I mean? To keep them together?
1: Between no. The family, I mean? No, like the uh, well, oldest
2: take custody of the youngest,
1: my niece, or my niece tried that. My niece, um, Sharkim, which she's 20, Sharkim's 24, 25. She tried that, and her mother kept calling protective services on her.
0: See, there should be a the.
1: we asked that. You know what they told us? They have to, they have to, um.
2: Why would the, she do that? Like, why wouldn't she want her, her kids with family? She, like, she thought that
1: Sharkin was going to say, Yeah, I'm going to take the baby, but take the baby to her and let her take care of the baby. Let her raise the baby.
2: She can't even take care of herself, it sounds like.
1: She can't. So, when she was having um, Duder, that's his nickname, Duter, uh, I was there. I was in the room. She had a C section. I was there with all the up to Duter. Duter was the last baby I was there with.
2: And how was that
1: one? I watched 11 kids be born. He's 12. He just turned 12. And I was sitting in there. I was talking to the doctor. I said, I mean, you're not ever open up. You can't just fix her while you got her open up. He's like, no, fucking Catholic hospital. And he was cussing. So I told him, I said, not even if I stood up and kind of like bumped you. He was like, he would have to nick her or something for them to do it. And I'm like, well, what if I just accidentally bumped you? <laughs> he's like, no, Jamie. He said, we have this discussion every time. No, Jamie. Because he's <laughs> delivered almost all her kids. So when he was delivering Deuter, he was having a problem, and he was in there cussing, and he was like, "Fucking! I don't understand why they just won't let me fucking fix her. This fucking fucking shit. I could see if she was taking." Oh he was cussing away while he was in her stomach digging his baby out. Oh my god! But we have one hospital here that delivers babies, and it's a Catholic hospital.
0: See that is so wrong.
1: One hospital. I mean, we have.
0: you are the only hospital. You should not be enforcing your beliefs.
1: Now, if you have to have one done, you have to go to another hospital to have it done. Which is really you know strange to Some me.
2: people, like, I had my tubal legation the day after I had my daughter, and, like, it took me, like, I had the it took me 90 days for the paperwork to get filled out, get sent into um, insurance, well, Medicaid, and then I had to have a copy to take with me in my bag to the hospital. I was making sure that I got this done because I didn't want any more kids. Now here, they did not. They lost the other paperwork, so thank God I had a copy to get mine done. But they, see, here, I didn't have to go anywhere else. They just took me down right the day after I had her.
1: Now, see, my kids were born in the other hospital. They were born in, um, Panagastpa Hospital. That's not a. That's not a Catholic. It's just right. It's an osteopathic hospital. But um, that's where I had my kids at because I refused to go to the Catholic hospital because you're not going to make me feel like shit for being 15 and pregnant because they will make you feel like shit. Um, yeah. yeah. But
0: here, oh, I when I, I have- tried to
1: get two tubes tied yeah. after Danielle was born, they told me because you because I thought you only had to have two kids to get your two side no 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 it is two kids but one has to be a boy and one has to be a girl other That's- than that it's three kids it was i don't know if it still is now i don't know what well, I- the laws are now about it
0: men should yeah. not be allowed to make laws for females they shouldn't not
1: dealing with um women's health no Definitely not. Well, that's just like you know, what I went through with getting these stents in my legs. That doctor said way back when, when they were doing, you know, talking about your hysterectomy or anything, did anybody ever like check those veins? I'm like, no. He's like, well, how long has your back been like that? I said, for a very long time. And he was like, nobody ever thought to like, I said, no, they've never thought to send me to a vein and vascular doctor, never I said they all just chalked it up to because I was born with extreme bilateral club feet, yeah. Which I walked literally on top of my own feet, yeah. And I had surgeries on my ankles—one at eleven and one at twelve—where they it's called an osteotomy, where they literally sawed my bone, ankle bone, broke it, and turned it. I have staples in my ankles. So everybody kept chalking it all up to arthritis, which I do have arthritis. Now it is going up my leg now. It's gone up my leg a long time ago. But they just tacked it up to arthritis in my back. Nobody ever thought to check the vein. They just figured, hey, she's had surgery, so why do all that? Yeah. That's like my sister, my other sister in law, my brother's wife. She has um psoriasis. She has plaque psoriasis. Yep. You know that that affects your whole body. hmm she was always told she would never have kids. Always thought she would never have kids. She'd never have, she would never be able to have kids. So she never thought she'd be able to have kids. My brother texts me back and shit. Boys what seven now eight text me and he's like so let me tell you what your sister done went and did I'm like what's my sister gonna do talk about his wife now this was after they adopted two girls yeah like right after ain't that when when they say it happens yep so I said, what, 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 what? I thought he was going to say she went and spent money or something. He said she went and got herself pregnant. I said, well, I don't think she got herself pregnant, sir. It doesn't work that way. And I'm like, oh, that's, you know, super cool. I thought they said she could never have kids. You know, okay, awesome. But he texts me after the phone call and said, oh, yeah, and it's a boy. And I'm like, so I'm telling my daughter and my husband, I'm like, oh, it's going to be a boy. And they're like, wait a minute, how far along is she to know that? She was six and a half months pregnant. And he was just telling you. Oh, she had been going back and forth to the doctor because she wasn't having like no real morning sickness or anything. And she already has a messed up stomach because of the psoriatic art not psoriatic. She has psoriatic arthritis, but from the
0: Plaxoriasis.
1: Yeah. That causes the oh, you know, it causes your whole body to grew up. Yep. They never, because they always thought she couldn't have kids, they never did a pregnancy test until that day. Damn. Until that day. I don't think you should ever tell a woman she can't have kids unless you know for definite she ain't got no ovaries, uh-huh. no uterus, no cervix, no nothing. Yeah. That they can't have kids. She was six and a half months pregnant. <laughs> We had two and a half months to plan a baby shower. <laughs> and we did that within a month. Damn. He was born on March 17th. He was born on um, St. Patrick's Day. He's got some issues, but it's neither here nor there. But I'm just saying, you should... I don't think doctors should be able to tell you that unless they know for sure, unless they done the testing to prove that you, like your eggs ain't no good, or your ovaries ain't no good, or your fallopian tubes ain't no good, or you just had everything taken out, that's when you could say, hey, you can't have no kids. Yeah. Because, because what?
0: Because just say is,
1: she always, always that she she didn't go Yeah, what if she went to the doctor? What if she have just chalked it up to whatever the fuck they had been saying it was? Yeah. And all of a sudden, she goes into labor, and now we don't know what's going on. Good thing she's dying. Right. <laughs> so I think as women we get they'd rather throw pills at us and and just hey, there you go. Or half of them don't believe you when you're saying anything to them, when you're telling
0: them what's going on. So it's like I said with my period, these doctors just look at me like I was stupid. See, like I'm pretty sure my sister and I went undiagnosed. With ADHD as kids, and we which were is funny top- because kids
1: now are over diagnosed with ADHD.
0: Yeah, because we were, um, we were always oh they're just social butterflies. Oh, they're just lazy. And I've seen a lot of stuff about women in ADHD and they're now my age getting diagnosed with it and mm-hmm. I'm seeing myself in a lot of this stuff and I'm like mm-hmm. "Mm-hmm, it's not hard but as I was also diagnosed as a teenager with manic depressive bipolar disorder which a lot of the symptoms from ADHD cross over they'd rather
1: they would prefer to <laughs> diagnose most women with a mental disorder so that they have a reason oh she's just crazy. Are, but, we're, but we're not we're very we we are emotional creatures women are emotional creatures by nature that's what we do we we feel the most we you know what i'm saying we're we're yep. Compassionate, we're caring. We empathize. Well, most of us, most of us. Sometimes I can be a real bit, but I'm. I'm not. I'm a carer. I've always been a care. That's always who I've been.
0: I again. What I mean back, is there are those few that are fucking cold hearted. Oh yeah, there can be.
1: But how was their mothers, and how would they raise? You know what I'm saying? Exactly.
0: It's, I, it, it comes down to that nature versus nurture. It, it,
1: exactly. And that's what it is. And see, I've always been a carer because I've always had to care for other people.
0: I was raised so, by an empath. My mother was very intuitive. hmm She was give you the shirt off her back. Hated to see anybody down on their lock.
1: Oh, that's me. I'm, that's I'm also, very... It drives my husband nuts.
0: It, it was like living with an angel sometimes, but I was also raised by a narcissist.
1: And those are... Yeah, my dad was a narcissist. It, and that's... It, and it's very... And it's... it's <laughs> when you're in that cross... Because that's what you're in. You're in that cross. Mm-hmm. Because that I, can the, I can be a cold-hearted bitch. Yes. If you piss or me off. I can be the greatest person in the world. In which most yes. times I am the greatest person in the world. Yes. I just, I just told you I'm that bitch. But yes. that's not the point. <laughs> you know, seriously. That's just my thing. That's just who I am. But
2: I, it's...
0: Like with the ADHD. I yeah. see... And didn't know it because we call, we made fun of it saying, oh, we have we have the shiny disorder. Oh, something shiny. And you lose right. all your attention. Goes to something else. Mm-hmm. I do that or a lot. They call, where we grew up, we lived in a small town where we had five towns make up our high school. Right. And... We would call it the Quabin disorder after that. After our high school, because several of us were like that. But then right. again, we all lived in a small town. In the town I lived in, we had one. Well, that's ADD and ADHD was mainly a boys. Because
1: my brother now, now when I my was my brother in school, has it. What is- Oh I see one. um when I was in school, they put me in um uh special ed reading. Yeah. I was in special ed reading. And it was because I read I read slower than everybody else. But I could read higher books than everybody else mm-hmm. so my special ed teacher when i got to finally got to junior high when i got in sixth grade and we had to do a a test or something she had us read a book some book i don't even remember what, which one of them books it was it might have been a mice miceman i don't remember exactly and we had to write a, a book report however many pages we wanted write a book report yep and so and because we were in special ed reading of course we got x amount of time well I'm a sl- I am a slow reader I, I, I am a slow reader but like my teacher said it's not a bad thing because my where all the rest of the kids were one or two pages my book report was four and five pages because I caught every little detail and uh, actually I could have gave the oral report without ever looking at my paper like I can do Blue Valley I can tell you everything in Blue Valley and not have to look in a book. Because I get hyper focused when I read. First and foremost. Yeah. I don't see nothing else. I don't hear nothing. I don't see.
0: Especially if it's a book that really gets me. Yes. And that is that is under ADHD. You can get hyper focused, but it also is a manic thing. I can get hyper focused on one thing. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I do that. I get hyper focused on
1: one thing, and I think that's what happened. I got hyper focused on r- writing, and then lost it, and that happened. See, I've never been diagnosed with ADHD, but, but didn't you have it?
0: That I, I, I think I've had it since elementary school. To I be think, honest, I, I think I'm the same way, and like I know sometimes. I will mix up my numbers.
1: Yep. I have I have numbers dyslexia. Uh my math but, teacher told my mom that a long time ago.
0: I was never tested for it. I was never I wasn't tested what it was is
1: my math problems. The answers I, would be right but they would just be backwards.
0: But I would never it would I was never consistent with it. I was always
1: Oh no, I was pretty consistent. That's why me and math do not get along. To this day, (laughs) I can't stand math. I love science, (laughs) which is really weird because math and science kind of go hand in hand.
0: See, I'm the I'm the English and history person. I love science, but math, Jesus God, no.
1: Reading, I was out language arts. uh, Reading, um, even though I read slow, like I said, my Teacher was like, I don't really understand why they put you in here. Why have she said, How long have you been in special ed reading? I said since third grade. And she was like,
0: See, I'm a fast reader and I comprehend. And what really bugs me is everyone's like, Oh, I'm doing this reread. And as soon as I start reading it again, I'm like I can only
1: reread certain things like Blue Valley, I can reread that. I can reread Men of Steel if I want to. Um See, if I've I'm re-read. beta
0: reading or alpha reading for an author, I, do, I know I have to reread. I have reread uh, Offensive Rebound
1: uh, several times. I have reread Fifty Shades of Grey several times. I think it's because I'm the hyper-focused on them stories because I know them.
2: Besides that's Blue also, Valley. I just love Blue also, Valley.
0: That's also a thing with anxiety. You're going to something known.
1: Guess your what I'm watching. Right now? Guess what I'm rewatching right now?
0: Sunday Anarchy. Cause it's your comfort. That's you already my know comfort. what's gonna you already know what's gonna happen. Yep. You don't have to stress yourself out about oh my god, what is going to happen?
1: I watch it, I re watch Sunday Anarchy at least once or twice a year. Because it's it's it again, it's like Blue
0: Valley. It's like See, I was, growing up, I was pretty routine about everything. My sister and I would trade off at the change of seasons, uh, spring into summer, and whatever. One of us Shaming? would get scrap. Okay. The Shaming? other would not, and we would trade off at least twice a year. One of us would get it, and they would automatically give us preventative to keep it from spreading. And when I joined the service and I changed climates, I went from New England weather to Mm -hmm. the rainy Pacific Northwest. I knew she disconnected. Yeah, she'll be back. That's Um, why I kept calling her
1: name. 'Cause she wasn't
0: Was that, yeah. Um, I wasn't used to all the mold spores out there. So I had a lot of upper respiratory mm-hmm. issues. And ever since I got sick in 2020 with the vertigo, and I've had migraines off and on, but mm-hmm. they become more consistent and Cheers. diagnosed with the vestibular migraine, I've done more research on my own health oh yeah and looking at my anxiety my insomnia and everything and everything is so intertwined like the depression the uh-huh. manic the ADHD it all is tied together so i yeah keep... it's unbelievable it... how much so all of them are interwoven and they the stress Anxiety and the insomnia, and including the manic depressive, are all they t- all bounce things. off of each other. You because know, it. and they I trigger migraines.
1: When a doctor says, "Do don't Google, don't Google," because I still Google.
2: I I Google. I, I do too. Like I'll ask questions like, "What is this?" and "Why is this?" You know, on Google. I Google.
1: Like,
2: yeah, but I don't listen. Or to I look it. at YouTube. You know, try to figure shit out.
1: I don't believe the first article that I read. I go, I look at this article, then I look at this next article, and I look at another article, and
0: blah, blah, blah. Unfortunately, there's not a lot of, they're still doing a lot of research on what vestibular migraines are. Uh So there isn't, doctors don't have a lot of the answers. So I'm trying to do my own research learn what they're telling me I have
2: mm-hmm.
1: and
0: See,
1: I didn't start getting migraines until I, I had spinal meningitis when I was 13 listen I've had a lot of problems okay <laughs>
2: I woke up all,
1: I woke up one day I had had a cold like a few days before I'd had a cold I always get a cold in the spring or in the fall I get in the spring and I get one in the fall never fails. It has to do with allergies. But my mom came to wake me up for school. Now, mind you, I did start my period that day, too. Isn't that lovely? But my mom came to wake me up, and she went to go shake the bed. And I'm like, Mom, don't shake the bed. And she's like, why? I said, my head, it hurts. It's thumping the light, everything. So I stayed home that day, and my mom just kept coming in there and taking my temperature and it started out low it started out low but then all of a sudden that motherfucker shot up to 100.5 105 you need to go to the hospital i was took me straight to the hospital now mind you this was the beginning of september because it was right when school started and we're in the hospital and it's still hot out because here in michigan hell it can either get cold really quick or stay hot forever and the air conditioner in hospital was broke but I was freezing cold. Now, all I remember is that waiting room. I don't remember too much. I remember them taking me in the room. I remember them saying they had to stick a needle in my back. I remember seeing the needle. I don't remember too much after that. But you know how you know when you're dying? When people you ain't people ain't spoke to in years show up at a hospital. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. And people started coming in and out of my room, and now I'm freaking out, but I can't wake up. 'Cause spinal meningitis is the worst fucking thing you can ever have. Let me tell you. It was horrible.
0: See, with the vestibular I- migraine, I have a very hard time controlling my body like being comfortable. Like yeah. one minute I can be absolutely freezing and I'll bundle up yep. and like blink of an eye, I am like, oh my god, it's so friggin' hot in here and I'm like taking yep. this off. I cannot regulate my body temperature since getting sick. When my, I, know, me my yeah. kids, I get the nausea.
1: Oh, I get. Um, uh, I had. Uh, I was fine, perfectly fine. One day, I scared the shit out of um Weeder's best friend. He was staying with us. He was living with us. I scared my kids. We were all in the bedroom. It was a Saturday. It was me and my kids. We were, um, having a movie day. I went to go get me a cup of coffee, and I walked back into the room to go to my recliner, cause I had a big bedroom, and literally a pain shot through my head that took me to my knees to my knees and I told the kids I said go get your uncle Lee they went and got him he went to the store why well, he come back with this big paper bag full of all different kinds of Tylenol and I mm-hmm. said I need with migraine he had forgot what I told him
0: so he just came back with Not everything
2: but stuff. what you needed
0: yeah on um, yeah no just See, a regular um, in case anybody does deal with the nausea I have found that an over the counter one is Dramamine Nausea. They just came out yep. with it. It it's like nine bucks at No, Walmart. my friend
1: my friend it's, has
0: verticals. She has verticals. Fucking is awesome. I love it. You know what? She you know what she buy and, and she's getting from the dollar store. Yeah
1: motion sickness pills
0: yeah well they have me on Meclizine, which they give um for it's it's basically an anti-dizzy pill that i cannot think of the what if, it is treat so hold on a minute i was gonna say How if you can't afford
2: makes me dizzy it,
0: if you can't afford it
1: get you some motion sickness pills that's all you need Motion sickness stuff. Now, when I was going through radiation, and the, uh, the I try the only thing I could find that would help with my nausea was edibles.
0: I ain't, I'm not even a light, and I'm not a weed smoker or anything like that. Edibles, are, they're finding that CBD oils, edibles, they actually do have a lot of good that they work.
1: because um, they gave me some prescription. Um, Something that was supposed to help. It did not help. My brother and sister in law sent me some um, some candy that's supposed to help. It did not help. So my daughter went and got me some um, edibles. She went and got me some like damn, damn, Sour Patch Kid edibles or something like that. And honestly, those helped a lot. Those helped me actually relax a whole lot better. They gave me like some. I think they gave me like Xanax or something. And no Valium. And those were not helping me at all. Because first and foremost, I'm having radiation on the back of my head. So trying to lay down
2: mm-hmm.
0: was
1: not all fun and
0: games at all. What really sucks is when you do have a vertigo when you it's you my feel like I will wake up during the middle of one. All I have to do is just roll over in bed. Or just mm-hmm. even if I just turn my head slightly, I will feel like I'm falling. Yep. But my
1: friend Angel, she used to have them all the time.
0: There's, she, there's she used to get up, of a drink. That, I don't know if anybody's ever heard of it. It's called a Matterhorn. What is that Matterhorn? It's like a merry-go-round, yeah. but it's like a roller coaster at the same time. Yeah, that's how oh, Angel. I thought
2: was, you were talking about a medicine.
1: Angel, she would get like that, and oh my god, she lived upstairs for me, and she woke me up one morning at like it's four like, o'clock.
0: It's like being drunk without drinking, mm-hmm. it's like a hangover. It is. It it, it is. Is, is, and it is awful because with the vestibular migraine, I also like, I've learned that I've started feeling like I had restless leg syndrome. But because of having the vestibular migraine, it's not restless leg syndrome. That is a form of a migraine. Yeah. yeah. Facial pain to to the point where I feel like I have gone 10 rounds in the ring with somebody mm-hmm. like Conor McGregor and I hate my. Like you're in a bubble and everything else is around you and like you're trying
2: to like Like, you're drunk, but you're not. I have a headache every day. When I have a migraine,
1: I can't have no sound. I can't have no light.
0: No light.
1: No nothing. No smell.
0: That is when I know. I've learned that certain smells will make me sick at different times. Like cooking eggs. I can't cook eggs all the time. I can't smell it. Why? Because it sometimes will trigger a migraine to the point where I'm about to puke. I had a migraine so bad one time.
1: It, um it, I had a we were out looking for a car and it was in the winter time, so the doctor said the the sun shining off the snow and me not having on sunglasses or anything is what triggered my migraine. I don't remember oh, yeah. much. I remember. I remember we found a car. We was talk to the lady. I remember money was exchanged. I don't remember signing the title to the car. My husband said, I got into the car and all of a sudden I started screaming and grabbing my head, just screaming. I don't remember none of that. I don't remember getting home. We lived in a downstairs apartment. I don't remember going down the stairs. Danielle said, I walked in, I screamed her name and
0: slid down the wall. I passed out after I peed on myself. They're, migraines are very dangerous. Um, and so I used to get
2: them like when my blood pressure was like out of whack, it would get so bad that I would like actually throw up and I'd get yeah. super shaky. And my like, yep. food would like just turn I'd my stomach. get very stomach. shaky. When I, I was eight years old, I got hit by a car. And, like, my head um, hit the cement. And ever since then, like, I had a severe concussion. And ever since yeah. then, like, my migraines, like, See, that's you know, what when I'm I get them, about. like, I get them on my period, like, a week before my calming. period, strike, which, that's okay. But, like, when I get them, like, I feel so nauseous that I can't eat. Like, no, I, can't. I just want like, like, I want everything more... quiet.
0: Women are more I don't likely like to, go to suffer outside from either. migraines than men. More but women migraines, migraines do. Migraines are hereditary. Ever,
2: do you guys ever? walk outside and it, the sun, like as soon as it's bright, like your your head starts hurting yeah, automatically, listen. or when like them- if there's like a bright light in your house and you yeah. turn it on, like I get a headache because instantly.
1: When them people told me. I had skin cancer. I looked at that bitch like, what the fuck are you talking about? I don't even go outside. I don't because if I go outside in the sun.
2: You get it, number.
1: I, no, I get a migraine. I cannot be outside in the sun for longer than if on a good day twenty minutes. I can't do I can't do it the sun. That's why I always have to get my glasses with a very, very dark um transition. My glasses right now, if you've seen my video on TikTok, do you see how yeah, dark don't. my transition is on my glasses? Mm-hmm. That's the darkest thing. Those were actually
2: your glasses. I thought they were sunglasses.
1: Those are my glasses. I have to get the, and, and it took me two years to get Medicaid to cover my transition lenses because I, need those I, thing. I have to have them for migraines. I actually paid to get the really, really dark, dark tint put on them this time.
2: I but, have to put my contacts in and wear sunglasses in the summertime. And if we're going swimming, then I don't wear any at well, all. See, so like I see when I drove, I couldn't put sunglasses
1: on because I can't see. <laughs> yeah. so, but I know I can't. So when the lady was like, well, you know, you got skin cancer, I looked at the bitch like she was stupid excuse
2: me i wanna I want to tell you guys a story this um you know women's bodies are incredible I want to tell you guys what happened okay. to me right before <laughs> i got i got pregnant with my daughter like I was on birth control well like I came home from work and like my side hurt so bad and I had like it was like swelled up and at that time like i was skinny so you could tell that it was like swollen so I went mm-hmm. to the hospital because I had a temperature and they were like oh you have um, severe kidney stones well they did like um, an ultrasound on them come to find out I had them so bad they were um, calcified and they were blocking um, yep. any. they were blocking everything out so I had um, a 42% um, function on my kidney and even now, like, I have to get checked for it because I get urinary tract infections, like, even not But I kept telling them, like, I cannot breathe. Like, there's something wrong. And they knew, like, my my white blood count was, you know, high or whatever. They knew something was going on. So they did, like, you know, ultrasounds on, like, my stomach. Um, or not my stomach, but, like, my chest. Like, they did an x-ray. Um, they checked everything and it was a med student she found like she got me to have a CT scan because my breathing was like so bad mm-hmm. I and that's when I had blood clots in my lungs and it was so full there was maybe like I don't know like a couple inches that wasn't filling up or that didn't have the blood clots so I was drowning and they had to like go in and they had to like take take it out, take some of yeah. the fluid out of my lungs. But uh-huh. if she wouldn't have caught it, they said that I would have died within days. So what I'm, what I'm saying is like, our bodies sometimes will give us clues or, you know, that something's wrong with well, our yeah. body. Like if I wouldn't know when, you know, like my kidneys were messing up. So if I wouldn't know when, because my kidneys were, you know, fucked up, or my kidney, I should say, you know, with kidney stones, mm-hmm. and then I wouldn't have found out that the birth control caused me to have blood clots, you know? Mm-hmm. So I they feel like a woman's body... Stones. Huh? They can also cause kidney stones. Yeah, I mean, like, our bodies are miraculous. Like, we can push babies out. We, You know I mean? Like, it's I ain't
1: just, push no babies out, honey. They cut me. Uh-uh. I was not. Out I pushed
2: them. my kids out. I did like I did an epidural and I did um, with my daughter, I couldn't get anything because I was on blood thinners, and I had taken it that morning and then I went into labor that afternoon and it would still be in my system so oh, I could have hemorrhaged. I was going to have
1: having natural, but having decided, she wanted to come out feet first. And literally, feet were hanging. Uh, Danielle, when they don't when Danielle, they said she was going to be 10 pounds. "Mm -mm, No, no, we're scheduling
2: Could you like choose to get a C-section? Okay. so I hear some people can, but I've never had that.
1: Like No, they prefer you to do natural i was going to do natural with heaven they did look they they went in there and they turned heaven heaven literally turned herself back around now when heaven turned herself back around though her head got caught in my rib cage or something no her head wasn't even down there heaven's head was heaven went into labor Heaven wasn't even in position to come out head first. They went and turned Heaven to curl so that she was head first. Heaven flipped back so far, she got stuck. Like her head got caught somewhere.
2: Damn.
1: So they didn't want to try to uh, turn her again to make her come out the right way.
2: My son, I don't know how I didn't have a C section. He was sunny side up for one. They they had to flip him around, but he would only, he wouldn't go down. He His face was up. So he's sunny side up. And then he was so far down in the birth canal. And like my, every time I had a contraction, his heart rate would go down and my blood pressure would go up because I had preeclampsia. So it was getting really bad. They ended up doing a pieziotomy, which is they cut me from hole to hole. Yes. I had, yeah. I had over a hundred stitches. Like it was just so bad. Like I had to use this like squirt stuff. It was like um, that iodine or whatever. It's like that orange yeah. hospital shit. See, I had a little squirt happened, that up there.
1: Yeah. With Heaven. So when they turned her and then you know they tell you don't push listen bitch tell me what to do okay
2: your but body like it's so hard for your body not your, to push
1: your body automatically wants to do it but so the, the nurse they, they decided to the, that they were going to do a c-section which turned into an emergency c-section because when they went to go check me before they tried to give me a saddle block heaven's feet what were is sticking out saddle block it's, it's saddle block is where they only numb you from, it's like an epidural, except for it literally numbs you from like the middle of your back all the way down. Everything's numb, mm-hmm. your legs, everything. But She went to go check me and she said, uh-uh, uh-uh. Then the doctor was like, "Huh?" Because I, I kept telling them something's hanging out. They're like, "No, nothing's hanging out." I said, "Something is hanging out." I'm not stupid. They act
2: like they act like like we well, don't just like. Body.
1: I kept telling them, "I gotta go poop." No, you don't. That's just fresh nah, them, man. I gotta go. I gotta take shit.
2: <laughs> Bruh. I. I- you know like you actually do like your body like when you're pushing like it comes yeah. out you
1: know
2: well, that's I mean? like they, you can't help it
1: they give you animals. I out. but I went on my own but anyways, so when we got so the nurse goes to check me and she's like oh man there there's a foot I, I I'm holding a foot, so they tried they did the saddle block, but the saddle block didn't take. Because when he was uh he was poking me, they pinch you to see if it, if it's working, and it hadn't worked. They had to put me out. They had to knock me out. They had to do an emergency C section because that baby was coming out. She was feet first. She her feet were dangling out. My dangle, okay? I
2: know.
1: Right. But with Danielle, I had a choice. I could have her natural. Since I had already had a C section, I had a choice now.
2: What do they call that, like a V back or something like that, where you go from C section to the to the vaginal? It's yeah, it's like a V back or something like that. But oh. I don't know. Like I had my kids natural, and then like when I just recently had a pap where, like you know, like my tests and stuff like that, where I had a um a biopsy where she went um farther up towards my uterus, uh-huh. and um she was like. She was like, How many kids do you have? So I told her, and she's like, I've never seen someone have that many kids, and there's so many kids up up there. Five? You what? You know, I told you guys this a long time ago. You got five kids? Yeah. I mean, they don't all live with me, don't get me wrong. Like, four kids. You had five, five, you had no, Mm -mm, all out of my vagina, and my cervix is still up there as if I'm like, I never had kids at all, that's what she said, she said usually the cervix is lower down,
1: no bruh, no, no bruh, Mm -mm. fuck that, Mm -mm. no, no, no. God bless you. <laughs>
0: okay, to- let me
2: let me explain this. I was sixteen when I met my son's dad. He was like the first person I chose to have sex with and he was my first Five. love. Then we split, huh? Five. <laughs> Five.
1: And Good then problem.
2: my ex-husband would like God, I God, was think I get my birth God. control, huh? <laughs>
1: your vagina
2: <laughs> a, 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 I mean it's still like I could still feel my walls going uh uh-uh. uh I, I mean I might have had that many kids, but Kegels works if y'all don't know what Kegels is fucking google that shit cause you just clean if you don't have to pee huh they only,
1: they only had one time to tell me one of mine was weighing 10 pounds listen you cut her out she's the last that's it
2: the biggest one I had was um eight pounds five ounces.
1: The no. smallest
2: was five
1: uh, No, yeah. no, no. I had no. See, they told me Danielle was gonna weigh ten pounds, and I looked at them and let's schedule the C section. Did you
2: have? Did you have gestational diabetes? I didn't have anything. Department? Nope, none of that. Damn, she's that big and she was that big.
1: I weighed more when I had heaven than I did Danielle and then heaven only weighed 6.15 and a half. Damn. And that was only because heaven was all water weight because I ate a lot of salt. I'm surprised I didn't get preeclampsia.
2: Because yeah. I ate salt on everything. I still do. Salt and milk. Oh, with my son, I craved milk and I craved Subway had the Italian sub, like whatever it was, and vegetables, and Hawaiian punch, and Doritos. And what else? with Daniela
1: was Arby's roast beef sandwiches for some ungodly reason.
2: My daughter was Taco Bell and fucking they, listen to this. It was garlic. It was this brand called Eckerd's garlic Bologna. It had to be thinly sliced with, and then the um, hoagie like um pepperoni, like the big pepperonis, mm-hmm. and I would eat sandwiches with mustard. And I don't even like mustard on hardly anything except for like um hot dogs.
1: I don't even but like I milk, I hate milk. I've hated milk since I was a kid. Heaven, all I wanted to drink was milk, yeah. And Dan- with Danielle, I was I drink Mountain Dew. A lot of Mountain Dew. A lot of Mountain Dew.
2: You know, if you have an ultrasound, I used to, at, at every ultrasound they would be like, Oh, you have to drink like whatever amount of I drink Mountain uh, Dew water. I drink Mountain Dew too. That shit fucking was always like clear enough for them to see, like one twenty ounce before I went in, and I was fine. And they could see well, just clearly.
1: They also told me Danielle was going to be a boy. Were they very wrong? And they told me that up until the day I had her.
2: The day I With went in there. they tried saying, I had six ultrasounds. Well, I told you guys it was high risk, but I had six ultrasounds and I kept asking them, like, is she a girl? Like, is she actually a girl? Because, I mean, like, I had four boys. So I was thinking, like, oh man, I, you know, I should I'd probably end up having another boy. She but they, she told me she was, they told me she
1: was a boy. The dad went in to have her. They're like, You're gonna meet your son soon, and I'm like, Yay! Because I bought all boy stuff. Mm-hmm. And they pulled her out. I, I was still awake when I had my c section with her. They pulled her out and was like, Oh, well, it's a girl. And they showed her to me. I said, That's not my baby. Her dang dang fell off. You better go find it. <laughs> and she was. <laughs> My kids are mixed, and her dad's pretty dark. Her dad's real dark, and she was just—I said that's a black ass (laughs) baby, not my baby. But I guess I'm the only one in this operating room, ain't I? I'm like that is a girl. You told me I was having a boy, (laughs) and they're like, "Well, we were wrong. Oh, you sons of bitches!"
2: You think? But
1: I loved my baby. she wore boys' clothes for a very long time because I wasn't taking none of that shit back. I mean, like, I don't regret any of
2: my kids, but I wish no. that I would have waited. Like, I feel like well, I was yeah. young. I
1: didn't know well, for a while, but I don't now because I'm a young grandma. Well, I'm not that young. My mom was a young grandma. But I got, I, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't an older parent. My kids did grow up with me, because I was only 15 when I had Evan. and I was 17 when I had Danielle. So we all kind of grew up together. Yeah. But
2: it wasn't easy. Oh fuck no, it was not.
1: Well, my mom raised Heaven for a long until Heaven was like five, and then Heaven wanted to go live with her dad. Because I wasn't, uh, I, two of them, no, no, I couldn't do it. And not because I didn't love Heaven, but because Heaven got everything she wanted at my mom's house.
2: It was overwhelming. That's
1: what it was. Oh, it was overwhelming. Wasn't even the word for it. But...
2: <laughs> we got way off subject here. We got all into having. Mm-hmm. I guess that is women's house having babies. I know. We've done like what an hour and a half?
1: Almost. But yeah, it's. We get misdiagnosed so much or we go undiagnosed.
2: Yeah. Again,
1: like I said, no, I just had this put into my ileatic artery veins. Half of the UTI. You gotta
2: I keep
1: had. on the doctors. And, and, I, and you know what? That's what I did, and I kept like they kept sending me to pain management. I'm like, dude, I get that I have arthritis. I get I got a lot of metal in my, especially my left leg. I got staples in my ankles, in my whole. I have a metal plate in my foot. I have two great big screws in my heel. I kid okay. Arthritis is that I've came to live with because I've had it since I was eleven. But there's something else going This is not my arthritis swelling. This is not my arthritis pain. There's this is different elements like my thighs would feel heavy, like they were full of fluid.
2: Have
1: they given you like a water pill or anything to like? They gave me a water pill, and when I went, I, I'm gonna get to that in a minute. Anyway, uh, and for years, all it, I would think I had a UTI, and it wasn't a UTI at all. It was part of whatever the iliac vein being crushed on and everything. All that's connected. So. I was taking antibiotics for no reason because even if I didn't have one, my doctor would still give me the antibiotics, Just, you know, like if it's on a test or something, just to make sure. So when I went to see the main doctor, like I said, I said, well, she, my doctor gave me water pills. He was like, no, you throw them away because it ain't got nothing to do with your heart. So that explained why when I would take them, I would get so tired. Because it was pumping out fluid that wasn't there. The, the the fluid that was building up in my legs has nothing to do with the water pills. Water pills are mainly given to you for fluid built up in your heart.
2: There's different. I take oh, blood pressure and water and water pill combined. Yeah. To keep the pressure off my heart and to keep yeah. my blood pressure down. No, we- so I yeah. have two blood pressures. That's because so. you have
1: congestive heart failure. That's what that's called. No,
2: I'm yes. not. In- you're not
1: in congestive heart failure. You have congestive heart failure when fluid builds up around your heart and lungs. It's called congestive heart failure.
2: You well, they they didn't say fluid. They said that it was causing strain on my heart. Like they did because like my, my blood pressure was so high that it yeah. was causing strain on my heart, and I could have had a heart attack or a stroke because it was that bad. And in order for that to much, get it your- not go down. In order for them to give you a
1: water pill, you had fluid up in your heart. My mother had it. She had. It's just, It's just. you don't have to be in heart failure. It's just called congestive heart failure. It's because the fluid starts building up around your heart because it's not pumping like it's supposed to.
2: I mean, I went to my cardiologist and he said that if everything is okay now that I'm on the blood oh, test. As long not, as, long as, long as, long as long my mom I'm took not her wash pills and everything, it. she was fine channel buildup. I'm saying
1: it's, that's the difference between your fluid buildup and mine. Yours was caused from your heart. Mine was caused from the vein, the iliac artery in my lower body <laughs> not pumping, so fluid was building up in my legs and water pills wasn't going to help that. So He told me to throw my water pills away. But when it's dealing with your heart, yes, the water pills are great because my mom, when she started getting, when her congestive heart failure would start flaring up and her cavity would start filling with the fluid.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I had a vertigo episode. You're fine.
1: But yes. They gave her blood pressure in a water pill. That is congestive heart failure. She's not <laughs> in it. It's to prevent it. Yes. My mother had to take the same thing for years.
0: My I, I think my mom was on it for a I bit. Five kids. I didn't realize she had that many.
1: I if she told us it was a long time I don't remember. But I lost you for a second. I couldn't yeah, we, yeah. But with women, and again, like I said, women go undiagnosed or misdiagnosed so much that it's become tough. For us. Unlike me, if something goes on for too long, I'm like, hey, now, I'm not going to lie, when I got the tumor on my head, I didn't go to the doctor right away because I was too scared. I'm not going to lie. And that's only because I had already knew what it was. In my minority, I knew.
2: I know. And, because, hard.
1: well, first, cancer runs in my family very deep, very deeply. My mom's brother died from leukemia at 19. My grandmother, maternal grandmother, she had colon rectal cancer. My mom's sister had cervical and ovarian cancer. And then when I had my hysterectomy, they found cancer in one of my ovaries. So, yeah, there's that. So, cancer is very deep in my family. So, I get cancer paranoid for anything.
0: So, the important takeaways from this week is check your mental health. Yes. Because check your, mental, health. Your, your, mental body. Health, your mental health will tie into your physical health. I learned the hard way. And yeah. I know as mothers, we don't take care of ourselves. And not sleeping is the worst thing you can do Exactly. For depression. And our, for
1: yeah, depression.
0: Yes. yeah, makes it worse. I and learned that. Instead, part. Do not take on problems from your family. Oh, God. God. You are not mm-hmm. the problem solver of the family. Everyone has to deal with their own problems. Well, where the fuck you been at for twenty years? And huh? I <laughs> you in life. Don't my mother? All to to my that mother that. would always push her health on the back burner because she had to help everybody, and that was and me. Now I did. I did the same thing, and I learned my lesson from that
2: shit. And now like, my mother, if you don't take me. care of yourself, how are you going to take care of anybody else? Not only exactly the fear,
1: already knowing what was on my had I was taking care of my mom when she got real sick in twenty eighteen when it all first started. And so honestly I really didn't have time. Man, listen, I didn't have time to go to the doctor because she was in the hospital on life support three or four times.
0: Yeah, I remember that year. Yeah. Yeah. That was really
2: rough.
1: I pushed all my health stuff, even I didn't go to my doctor's appointments or anything
0: because of
1: Trying to make sure
0: she's okay. Whether you're young, middle aged, or older, make yourself a priority because your health will suffer, whether it is your physical or your mental health, because they end up being tied together. Yourself heard. Yes. By your
2: doctor. Pay attention to your body. Just listen. If you Mm -hmm. know, if you feel something's off and you know, it doesn't go away within, you know, say like a few days, maybe a week, just get checked out. I mean, like, what is it going to do? There's no harm getting your it body checked to. out, getting blood work taken, a urine, you know, it could be the littlest thing. But if you don't listen to your body, that the causes little other the, yep,
0: the huh? thing can turn into the biggest things. And document, yeah. if you have to, document every little thing so that you have it in writing to show your doctor, hey. Yep. Write notes. I do that a lot because I forget stuff. I write notes for my doctors most, to look at. Most smartphones you know? nowadays have a notepad. Yep. Jot it down. Yeah. There are I do notes. it all the time. Or
2: You know, I, I write down like, what I wanted to ask my doctor, what I wanted to let them know, you know, whatever it is. App,
0: there are all kinds of health apps out there. And even most... Um, like, my doctors have an app that tells me I can contact... I can write notes to the doctor. I have... Yeah. It tells me when my upcoming appointments. It tracks all my medication. It tracks everything. Even if you... Like, I use Walgreens as a pharmacy. It tracks all my medications for years. And always pay attention to your medication. Yes.
1: If you're taking a medication and and every time you take it, you don't feel right, you let your doctor know and do not let your doctor say, well, that's your body getting used to it.
2: Don't do it.
0: You tell them. You know your body the best
1: exactly you tell them if you do
0: not feel comfortable like they put me on one that it was an anti-seizure medication that they were trying me for the migraines Mm -hmm. i did not like it it made me sick i couldn't eat certain foods because i would get heartburn i would if i didn't eat at certain times I would get burn, a burning sensation in my throat, and I would start to feel nauseous. I would get the pins and needles effect while I, just at random times. Yeah, Those no. side
2: effects are a bitch, Yes, you know, from all medicine. But yeah. you, you just got to listen to your body. You got to be able to – because you're your own um, – Machine. Like, if you don't take care of yourself, you don't get enough water, or enough food, or enough mm-hmm. exercise. It's going to have ramifications, and it's up to you on what those ramifications are. Do if you're your not taking care of
1: yourself, and don't let your doctor mm-hmm. tell you your facts.
2: They the always problem. say, "Um, oh, if you do this, you you wouldn't have this issue I, if you lost weight." I was I, 13 when I got diagnosed with. Exercise-induced asthma. When I do things, if I do it too fast, my asthma starts fucking with me. And it's been when I was skinny, it's been when I was pregnant, and it's been now. You know, like, my weight, yeah, maybe it's a little factor, but it's not the whole fucking thing. Like, no. stop blaming people's weight for the issues that they have.
1: Some issues do can- your
2: fucking oh. job! Be a doctor. Help me. Don't say, oh, you need to lose weight and you'll be better. Don't give me another pill and and put a band-aid over it. Do your fucking job. Be, you're a doctor for a reason. Yeah. Help me find out what's going on with my body. That's what the fuck your job is. Not for, to tell me that I'm overweight and if I don't lose weight, then I won't be healthy. I'm fine the way I, the fuck I am. I like eating. I love food. I don't want to fucking exercise because it makes me feel like I'm going to pass the fuck out if I do it too fast. If I walk too fast. If I go a steps too fast. Yeah, I have to use my fucking energy.
0: You don't feel comfortable with. Do not hesitate to ask for more. Exactly.
2: That they won't listen you to you. You are your
0: own advocate. Just as you yes. are your, uh, an advocate for your kids, an elderly parent, you are your own advocate. Fight for yourself.
2: Open your mouth. Yep. What's the worst that can happen if you don't tell them they don't know and they can't help you and you can't help yourself? You know, that's just it. I think we should cut it with that. That's
0: it. Alright, have next, a good week. Next week's topic will be... I gotta find it. Hold on a second.
1: I get—I don't have it right in front of me. I Triggers right- and
0: reviews. Oh, God. My favorite Ooh. subject. Yes. Jamie, we do have a guest host coming on next week with us as well. She's an author. But, yes. Ooh. Jamie's favorite subject.
2: Who's
0: the because. author? Um, Nikita. Oh, the check. Her uh, pen name is Nikita,
2: but um, her original name is BB Shansa. I want—I screwed up her name, but oh, yeah. okay. Well, I love guys.
0: Yeah. All right. We'll see you guys next
2: week. Right. Bye. Have a good week. Bye.